Happy birthday to me. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining on the first episode of the Asip with Samad podcast. And as you can guess, it's my birthday. So uh, kudos to me uh, and kudos to everybody else born on June 30th. Fantasia, Mike Tyson, uh, I think T-Pain as well, and R.I.P. Lena Horn. All right. So this is the first episode of the Asip with Samad podcast. And I'm sure you're wondering, what the hell is it? So I want to give credit where credit is due. And and this actually came about from a conversation that I had with Dr. Kia of the Getting Grown podcast. Uh, shout outs to her and her co-host, Jade. Uh, we were just talking about how as you get older, you begin to have more deep philosophical conversations with yourself and with others. Um, and it always tends to happen with a good cocktail. And so what I wanted to do is use this as an opportunity to share out some thoughts, feelings, talk about things that are going on in the world uh, as it pertains to black folks uh, with a cocktail. Um, so as I mentioned, you're supposed to have a cocktail when you listen to this podcast. Uh, today's cocktail for me, those who know me know I'm probably sipping tequila or Prosecco. Uh, I am drinking today uh, Casamigos Reposado. Uh, with two limes. Um, I know that some of my folks may call me um, a little hood for drinking Casamigos, but it's so good. It's so good. I mean, and I don't judge people when they drink Hennessy. So there we have it. So on this first episode, which is launching on my birthday, let me just add that again. I just want to talk about a couple things that have been uh, in the news more recently uh, and maybe share some things that are on my mind. So the first thing I want to make sure that we talk about is the uh, recent, uh, I guess, issue situation that happened in Chicago um, with the, the young boy and his mother who were charged with uh, murder after, I guess, defending themselves. Uh, it was a gruesome video to watch. I want to also talk about the BET Awards um, and also this Titan submersible. And uh, the last thing I do I want to talk about is the Ralph Yarl uh, interview with Robin Roberts. So let's get in. So the first thing that I want to talk about is this this whole situation that happened out uh, in Chicago more recently, uh, where Carlisha Hood, 35, and her son uh, were charged with first degree murder um, in the slang of 32 year old Jeremy Brown uh, on Sunday, June 18th. Uh, the teenage boy had been accused of shooting and killing Brown at his mother's direction uh, and murder charges were dropped eventually shortly after cell phone video circulated uh, just showing uh, what actually took place. And I, I, I'll be honest with you. I could not. I, I just I saw the initial uh, video and I saw the first strike and I just couldn't watch it. It was actually horrific to watch to me. And I don't like watching those fighting videos. I know y'all like posting those videos sometimes where folks are getting their ass whooped and it's just not entertainment to me. I don't watch boxing either. So, I mean, if that gives you any context, but I felt some type of way. Right. And I'm going to take a sip of this sip while I get my thoughts together. So I felt some type of way because I've been in a situation before where my mother was being attacked. And as a son, as the oldest, I felt like it was my duty to jump in. Um, I, 
long story short, one day, maybe around, I think it had to be 1998, um, me, my mother, her husband at the time, my great grandmother, my brothers were having a great day. We went to McDonald's, which, you know, as a kid, that's actually a, a treat. So we went to McDonald's, went to the movies, did all these things that families do. We were having an actual family day. It was it was wonderful. Uh, as we were walking back, my mother asked me to go check and see how much something costs inside of the um, pharmacy. So I went to go check. And as I was running back, I passed these women um, who one had to be about six, two. But I passed these women and uh, I said, excuse me. And she said, oh, because I know one thing. If you would have hit my uh, if you would have hit my nephew, I would have whooped your ass. My mother turned around, saw she was talking to me. And next thing you know, my mother goes off like, what the hell are you talking about? Long story shorter, um, a whole brawl ensues at Broadway um, and, and Patterson, like right at the corner of Broadway. I forget what the cross street is, but it used to be a Barney's furniture store. That's where the fight started. And these women were trying to attack my mother. So here I am. Uh, my mother has a husband, but he's trying to get my brothers under control. My great grandmother, uh, poor thing, couldn't even uh, manage to get her her blade out her pocketbook and open it the right way. She actually opened it the wrong way and ended up cutting her hand. Uh, R.I.P. Granny. Uh, and me and my mother were fending for ourselves. And so in that particular instance where it's like the boy was fending for his mother, like, come on. And I, and I don't think anybody, at least from what I've been able to capture via social media or not, has really said anything about that. Um, I mean, if anything, people have made jokes saying, you know, he went in for, um, I guess one thing came out for some, with some wings, right? And so I, I, I but I just want to say that in no instance should it ever, should that type of behavior be condoned, accepted? Um, and I'm glad to see that, uh, the courts, the prosecutors within, uh, Cook County really decided to overturn, I guess, uh, the initial decision, which was to charge both the boy and his mother when clearly his mother was being punched in the face repeatedly. Um, and so once again, I'm speaking from someone who didn't watch the entire video. I am, uh, but I, I do feel like it's, it's something that should be discussed uh, because I think that uh, in many instances, there might be other young boys or young girls uh, who um, may be put in a similar situation and they don't have the benefit of social media coming to their rescue or social media circulating information or videos about what took place uh, to save them. And so I, I don't know, a larger conversation should be had on this, but, I wanted to just, you know, uh, talk about that because I'm happy that we've made progress and they're not being charged with murder. But I think what happened uh, or what we saw happen uh, in that video was horrific. And so I'm not going to spend much time talking about that because it actually is just it was disgusting to see once again. So moving forward, I'm going to talk about the BET Awards. Now. Friends. I'm not going to lie. I haven't, I didn't watch it. I, I, I didn't watch the BET Awards. I, I didn't, I haven't watched the BET Awards in years. Um, 
I, I probably think one of the most highlighted BET awards of my lifetime was probably when Diddy or somebody Beyonce performed on the BET awards. Um, and it's not that I don't like the BET awards. I actually, I feel the same way about a lot of award shows. I just think that it's hard for me to connect with current artists who perform on the BET awards. And so I don't have that same connection that I had uh, when, you know, they were like Brandy was performing on the BET awards or Monica was performing or Beyonce was performing or uh, Tank or anyone. Right. And so I think that that's probably the 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 challenge I have with watching the BET awards. I mean, granted, I I, I didn't even watch the the Grammys or Emmys or Oscars. I didn't watch any of those either. So, but I'm going to do better, especially if I'm going to be talking about it with y'all. So, but I did have a chance to watch some of the clips um, uh, from the actual show. One of them being uh, Miss Patti LaBelle's tribute to the icon, Tina Turner. So here's my uh, assessment. Patti looked great. I love the little wig with the little flips. It was given Tina-esque, right? I think that uh, she's 70 and she had on her little fringe dress, which was uh, to die for. And, you know, Miss Patty doesn't mind showing you a little leg, right? And so she was able to give you, you know, legs because she has great legs for a, a 70-year-old woman, right? Um, not to say 70-year-olds can't have great legs. However... Uh, she's under criticism because she didn't rehearse these lines to simply the best a thousand times until she had them memorized. And so it was actually funny. Um, she kind of made light of the situation by calling back to the performance that she did at the White House where she had no background singers and her cue cards were out of order. Um, and so she sung the song. She, st- she still sounds great. Um, and if I'm being truthfully honest with you all, if you've ever gone to a Patti LaBelle show, um, she, you know, she sounds great. She just may not remember the words. And I think that that's fair. I mean, given where she is, given the, the, the pro, the accolade she's made over the years, I think that I'm okay with my 70 year old auntie getting up and, uh, ad libbing when necessary. Um, and so I, I, I say it was a great tribute. Um, just watching her perform. And I mean, whenever Patty opens her mouth, it sounds like, like the heavens are coming down and singing to you. Right. So I, I, I think from that standpoint, it was great. I just think it's funny, um, that the teleprompters are still the, the, still have her in a chokehold. So the second part of it about the BET Awards that I did have a chance to watch, uh, was a tribute by Quavo and Offset for, uh, murder group member Takeoff. Um, and to bad and bougie, which is actually one of my favorite songs. Um, and so it was touching. It was a touching performance and probably unexpected by many, um, me included. Uh, and, and it might have been the first time that they reunited, I believe. I could be wrong. Uh, but I remember the last tribute that I saw where Quavo did, uh, <laughs> okay, I did watch this at the Grammys, um, where Quavo did a performance or a tribute at the Grammys, but I don't think it involved Offset. Uh, and so I'm just happy to see that they are making progress in their healing journey. Uh, they're coming back together. They, you know, are, are, are getting things done and they're actually, uh, lifting high the name of the group member, um, who was murdered untimely takeoff. 
So uh, kudos to them. Great performance. I did have a chance to see uh, Uncle Busta. Uh, Uncle Busta Rhymes in his um, in his acceptance speech where he thanked everybody underneath the sun, all his kids, everybody. Um, and so it, it seemed like he was given a sermonette and I didn't have uh, the time to watch all of it. Um, but from what I did see, it was great to see that our hip hop icons are receiving their flowers um, while they're still here. Right. Uh, and if it's anything we've learned from the past couple of years, it is that life is not promised. And so let's let's give our icons their flowers now. Um, why wait? Right. Uh, and why wait until they're old and don't really care about it anymore? Like, give it to them now. All right. Switching gears. Um, I wanted to spend some time talking about the Titan submersible. So I'm not going to go into details of the whole Titan submersible and the catastrophic implosion that took place. Um, and I'm not going to get into, get into this with anyone and deeply, and, and well, clearly this is a touchy subject for many. And so, um, I just want to let you know that this is not to be combative. But I will just speak for myself. Ain't no. Let me say that one more time. Ain't no amount of curiosity that will have me pay $250,000 to get in some underwater vessel to see the remnants of the Titanic. I think that the movie with Leonardo and Rose, I'm sorry, I don't remember who that woman was, but her name is Rose to me, was just enough to help me experience the Titanic without being on it. I also want to acknowledge that black folks probably weren't allowed to partake in the luxuries of the Titanic at the time. And in most cases, they were probably workers and were forced to go down with the damn vessel. With that being said, it wouldn't be uh, anything on there that I would actually like to see. So RRP to my ancestors that went down, but I don't have to go down there to pay them respects. Um, I think, you know, a lot of folks. So the black folks had a frenzy on Twitter, on black Twitter. And you you could see the comments that folks were making about the submersible. And um, when we thought that folks could potentially have still been alive. I think now when they found out that folks did die, it was like, don't you all feel horrible about yourself? And I don't know. I'm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's difficult. I think folks are empathetic for things that they are connected to. I don't think that a lot of black people uh, would, well, would spend the money if they had the means to pay that amount to go down underwater that 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 deep to go see a ship that subsided um, years ago, decades, eons, right? Uh, I don't see the the value in that for us. And so it's kind of, we don't, we can't put ourselves in the shoes of the people who actually went down there. Um, so I don't know if we feel bad. I mean, we feel, we, we, we don't have the feelings that everybody else may have, but I think we do feel bad, of course, because there's a loss of life. But we do have to ask the question of why the hell were you going down there in the first damn place? Why? And I said I wasn't going to get into this at the details. When I saw the CNN report 
where they were showing the submersible when I guess before it actually went down and they did like a little piece on um, the uh, owner of the company and the person who would be navigating the submersible uh, on their journey down there. And when he pulled out that game controller, I said, oh, no, 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 no. No, you will not take me on a voyage with your Nintendo 64 controller. Absolutely not. I, I can't. So I, I just knew from that point that that wasn't for me. I'm also claustrophobic, right? So as soon as we would have probably got somewhat underwater, I would have been asking them to please let me out. Uh, because, or I would have had a panic attack and probably been unconscious anyway. So I say all that to say it's a, it's a horrible tragedy that took place. But it's kind of hard for me to, you know, like understand because I wouldn't have done it in the first place. Uh, the last thing I want to go ahead and just uh, chat on is the um, more recent Ralph Yarl interview with Robin Roberts. And so the 16 year old who was attempting to pick up his twin brothers from a friend's house, he accidentally rang the wrong doorbell and 84 year old Andrew Lester opened the opened fire on him. And shot him in the head. Um, in the words of poet laureate Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. America, we have a problem. Like, I, 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 I had a chance to watch the interview and with, uh, with, Char- with Ralph. I'm sorry, and his mother. And it was just crazy to me that somebody so innocent could be traumatized. Uh, because of someone's fear uh, uh, and uh, fear of black people like he he recounted the experience in which he rang the doorbell. He said he waited. And then he said the guy, you know, had the gun and shotgun in his hand. And uh, eventually he said, oh, he's probably just trying to threaten me. He was like, I just came. To, he thought it was a grandfather of the person who was watching his brothers, right? His siblings. So he thought he wouldn't shoot me. Um, or he's not going to shoot me. Maybe he's just trying to scare me or threaten me. And he was like, and then he, he, he mentioned the glass, like the glass door being there. He was like, he's not going to shoot through this glass door, this storm door. Um, and he said, no, he did shoot through the storm door. Right. Uh, and he said he kind of tried to duck to, to get away from the, the shot. He was, he was a shot, of course. Uh, and then he said he realized he was sitting there laying on the ground. Um, and then got up and started screaming for help. So I just think it's it's crazy that we live in a world where you can't even mistakenly ring somebody's doorbell. And this is not the first account of this happening. Right. There have been many accounts. I remember there was a story some years ago of someone whose car broke down and they went to go ring the doorbell of somebody within the, uh, I guess, whatever neighborhood or somewhere close by and end up being killed there. And it's like. What happened to the sense of humanity that once existed, like, especially for children, right? Like, what? Why? Yeah, you're, this man was how old? 84-year-old grown self saw that this 16-year-old who didn't don't look like he was really hurt a fly was going to harm you and your family. And so you opened up fire on him. Like, where is that right? Uh, I'm, I'm 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 pausing to hope somebody can tell me wh- how does this make sense, right? So I'm um, I don't know. I, I'm 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 prayers are still up for him as he continues to recover. I think that he's going to deal with long term traumatic issues um, as it relates to just 
going to peep ring people's damn doorbell. So um, shout out to him. Shout out to his mom, um, who is a, a support for him as he works through this. Uh, and I thank you, Robin, for bringing that to our attention, because I think we do have a tendency to forget a lot of shit when it happens. And so we hadn't heard about it for a while, uh, but I'm glad that she was able to resurface it for us because our attention spans are short, people. Shit, y'all probably not even listen to the rest of this damn podcast. So with that being said, um, that's today's episode. Once again, this is going to be a journey for me. Uh, it's one, a journey for me to really, as I approach 40, uh, to really start to lean into my authentic self. But it's also a learning journey. And so I, I want to just make it known that if you disagree with me, I am OK with that. Uh, and I'm okay with having conversations about it. Um, but let's, let's be tasteful. Let's be respectful. Right. Um, and so I just want to lay that ground rule because I'm all about respect. So if you disagree with me, cool. If you don't, that's great. Um, and please feel free to hit me up on social media. You can follow me at Twitter, uh, at SW Keys. Uh, and I'm also on IG at doc, D-O-C underscore. Yavez, because I like Spanish, L-L-A-V-E-S. Um, and so this is going to be a learning journey. The idea right now is that I'm going to give you all 90 days as a test to see where this goes. If I feel like we're making progress, then I will go ahead and continue to do this potentially. Uh, I also intend to go ahead and try to record weekly. Um, and I travel a lot for work, y'all. So I'm just going to be up front. Sometimes, uh, weekly may not happen, uh, but I will try my damnedest to go ahead and record for you all weekly. Uh, just recapping shit that's happening, um, around, right? Around us and around pertaining to black people. Um, but I just want to also say if there are things that you want to talk about, uh, I invite you all to submit those via social. Uh, but I also say, I'm willing to have you come on and have a conversation with me and you have to bring your own alcohol unless you're at my house. You can have whatever some I have. But um, otherwise, yeah, um, you're willing to have a conversation, open dialogue with anyone um, who is interested um, after a vetting process, though, because sometimes people just want to get on and talk and then it's like really, really hard talking to them. I tried this once before. All right, y'all. So with that being said, um, I will see you all next time. I am going to enjoy my birthday at the Essence Fest in NOLA. Uh, and I'm really, really excited. You know, we're doing we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Uh, so this is going to be great. It's probably going to be hot as fuck. Uh, and I need to figure out what I'm going to wear. Um, truth be told, I've avoided Essence Fest because when I was younger and in college and I wanted to go, a lot of my friends are like, oh, old people go there. You're going to be sitting there with linen suits and sandals and maxi dresses and kangos. And I, gosh, I think I done, I think I done transitioned into the old people phase because I'm damn sure I'm about to go enjoy myself uh, at Essence this year. Uh, so I will see you all next time. Looking forward to talking to you all. And um, yeah, hit me up. Let's talk.